Hello, everyone. Pinch. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, that's better. Hello, and welcome to another beer review. <laughs> right. Well, 2024 did get off to a fairly good start, and uh, it's now starting to go downhill. Um, we reached the crescendo, and now we're on that slippery slope, by the looks of it. And uh, this is a strange one, because one side of me thinks, this might be actually quite good, this beer. And another, the other side of me is thinking, well, uh, uh, a lot of averages coming from this country. It's been absolutely pissed, let's be totally honest. So I'm doing a beer. It's by the Moon Brothers Brewing Company, which they do make some nice beers. And uh, But it is from Scotland, and if you've watched any of the Scottish series, it's been a bloody disaster because uh, I uh, developed a love-hate relationship with uh, quite a lot of Scottish beers, especially if they came from Belhaven. Um because I was starting to build up a, an emotion um, towards them that I just loved to hate them. They were just dreadful, absolutely dreadful. So hopefully um, this oxymoron, which is basically Midnight Sun, which is... The problem is I didn't read the label. I've just noticed it now as I was basically picking up the bottle. I noticed the Midnight Sun, but I didn't notice the writing underneath. I've just noticed it and I'm like, oh, God. Not again. Not again. Seriously. Not again. What the fuck am I doing? I'll just tell you exactly what's happened. I just noticed rich, dark, and spicy porter. <laughs> oh, no. I don't. I don't have any luck with spicy porters. I'm okay with porters, but the minute they have all these stupid nonsense with spicy porter, winter spice, all this kind of oh no, God, please don't be bad. Please don't be bad. So it's a 500 ml bottle. It's 5.5 percent. It's uh, another spill in the back. Midnight sun, oxymoron. Anyway. An instant classic, our, special, well, our spice porter pours as black as the midnight sun and is created from a blend of malted barley, oats, roasted barley, chocolate malt, balanced with a generous helping of hops, an afterbite of fresh root ginger elevates this to another level delivering flavour as paradoxical as its name <clears throat> brewed by and bottled by the William Brothers Brewing Company Aloha there you go, any other stuff on there? Um, not really but it, just, it does actually say ginger so it says basically water, malted barley, oats, hops ginger, yeast Oh, well, in for a penny, in for a pound. Wish I'd noticed that, for God's sake. Our problem is, I was actually up, it was the time when I was up for my dad's 90th. 
and I, I wanted to get some Scottish beers because I didn't expect to be back up in Scotland for a while. But uh, little did I know. So yes, I ended up basically, I'm going to be up for in Scotland, it seems to be for quite a while actually just now. But uh, yes, at the time I didn't expect to be up in Scotland for a while. And I thought, well, while I'm up here, I'll take the opportunity to try and get some darker beers because it is winter and it seems to be in the supermarkets in Scotland, apart from your mainstream piss water, they just seem to be selling a lot of kind of blonde ales and golden ales and all this kind of nonsense. And I thought, well, I need something darker. So I was looking about and I was just grabbing anything that was a dark beer made in Scotland. And that's what I was doing. And uh, Midnight Sun, oops, a dark beer, boom. It just seemed rich, dark, and I didn't notice the spicy port of it. Oh well, you never know. It could be wonderful. Let's see how it pours. Ain't that the one? Brothers have made some nice beers, haven't they? I'm trying to remember some of this. Shahalin, it's one of them, is it not? Not a bad beer, that one. If I remember right. Right. For people on the podcast. It is jet black with a, a, a light kind of tanned head. So it is. Um, the head is about, well, yeah, one and a half fingers. And yeah, I'm getting slightly kind of porter smells. I'm also getting a strange smell as well, which I presume is probably the ginger. But it's not really coming at me as, as a clean ginger smell. Coming back as me as kind of a slightly kind of earthy kind of muddy smell. So it is. And I'm getting little hints of chocolate, little hints of malt. But again, I'm just getting this slightly earthy kind of smell. And it's not particularly pleasant, I'll be totally honest. The aromas aren't inviting. But you never know, I've had beers where they've had, you know, overpowering aromas and then you taste it, you know, it doesn't have them flavours. It has the aromas but doesn't have these flavours. And I've had ones where they has no real aroma whatsoever to kind of speak of and then you taste it, oh my God, you know. But unfortunately I've also had beers where you smell it, you think that's bloody awful and you taste it, and yes, it's consistent, it, is. it smells and tastes bloody awful, so there you go. So anyway, <laughs> I don't know. I just get to this point where it's, you know, it's almost the point of no return. You think, you can't go back now. You can't go back. You poured it. Could have left it in the bottle and kept the cap on it. Could have taken it back to the shop. Right, anyway, let's see what it tastes like. Well, fair play to them. Because even though it's a spice porter, they concentrated on the porter bit. They gave that the respect um, it deserves. And then the spice bit was a kind of 
late addition to the point is it's not really affecting the beer and it's got some nice um, porter flavours it's slightly lacking in the end it just doesn't have maybe enough bitterness but again um, some porters have a little bit more bitterness some porters have a little bit less bitterness it's not um, a bad thing either way so yeah Mm-hmm. No, it's nice drinkable and uh, it's actually quite nice. Actually, it's not bad. Um, my trepidation was unjustified. So it was, and I was maybe a wee bit too quick to judge there. But I haven't had anything, anything porters, plum porters and spice porters have been an absolute bloody disaster for me, I'll be totally honest. And I don't think I've had any that were particularly nice. I think they were all kind of different levels of piss water. I've just got to be honest, they were just dreadful. Um, I would probably say that I've come across more plum porters than obviously spice ones. And I just feel that it hasn't been done right because they've all went for the big plum flavours and everything else. And I forgot about the porter. I mean, what they should have done was get the porter right as best as they really could and then maybe try different kind of uh, intensities of plum flavour and dial it back until, yes, you're getting some plum flavours, but the porter flavours are the predominant flavours. But they don't. They always go the other way. You know, the, the porter flavours are secondary. And uh, that's what I was kind of worried with this one. But, yeah, fair play to them. They... they, they Concentrated in the porter, but more importantly, and then worried about any additional flavours. The thing is, though, I'm not really picking up the ginger so much. I'm picking up a flavour there that you can associate it with 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 kind of slightly allspice. But the problem is it's not identifying as ginger. It could be cinnamon. It could be lots of different kind of flavours associated with kind of allspice type thing. And it's just not clean enough to be identified. So you've got this flavour there. And it's not clean but it's not of a great intensity. So you, you, you kind of know it's there. But I'll be totally honest, it's not really adding anything. It's not adding a, a benefit to the beer. It's providing a little bit of distraction because there's some nice porter flavours in this beer, but this thing, in it, which is mostly kind of appearing in the mid-tongue and a little bit in the aftertaste. But it's just a distraction. It's not adding anything. It's, I don't see the benefit. I think they should have just left it as a porter and not have added the ginger or things like that because it's a flavour the the beer just doesn't need. And I always keep saying this, and I've been saying it for years, especially within brewing. Less is more. You know. 
doing the simple stuff well is far more important and will get you um, a far better reputation than adding all these kind of silly flavours that aren't really needed. Again, it's you don't need to try and reinvent the wheel. I mean, trust me, if you make a good porter, I mean, it's a good example. It's sick of you, have to say, but take Fuller's, for example. Fuller's make a nice porter. It's called London Porter. Straightforward. And guess what? They're not pissing about with it. They know the type of flavours they need to basically hit the mark for it to be a porter. And that's what they do. They just do the simple. Well, let's just do a nice porter. We know the type of flavours we want to kind of get that are kind of core to a good porter. And that's what we're going to try and do. They don't sit there and think, well, right, now we've done the porter. And I mean, so I'm saying now they've done the porter, they don't think, well, should we do a spice one? No. Should we do a plum one? No. Should we add any other type of flavours that uh, the porter doesn't really need? Oh, no, because it's a porter and there's nothing wrong with a good porter. It's very nice. And it seems to be that there's a lot of breweries out there thinking, well, yeah, we could make a porter, yeah, but hey, we could add ginger to it or add something else to it because, you know, it's like porters are boring. Are they? I mean, I think in some of these breweries, do they seem to think that traditional beers are boring? And they need to be zhuzhed up, you know, a little bit of zhuzh. Because trust me, they don't. Because the difficulty is making a good one. I mean, anybody can make a porter, but not every brewery can actually make a good porter. Same with all the other kind of traditional style of beers. You can make a, a bitter, or you can make an amber ale, or you can make a brown ale, you know, a stout, whatever. Any brewery can make it, but to make a good one, and that's a different story. It requires a heck of a lot more work and a lot more experience and, you know, a lot of trial and error and everything else just to get the, the recipe right, the ratio right, the process right, you know. So I, I don't understand. Brewing isn't easy. If it was, we'd all just be doing it ourselves. You know, and we wouldn't be having breweries because we just do it ourselves because it's piss easy. You know, it's like making a cup of tea and you know, boil a kettle, there you go, thank you very much. Yeah, it's not like that. Starts off. You get a good level of malt at the front of the mouth. Good level of malt. Nice, dark, malty flavours. A little bit of grain there and a light sweetness. And it is, it's just a nice, pleasant start for a porter. It's ticking the boxes. If you're a, an accountant and everything else, has it got this? You mean that? For a box ticking exercise, it does it fine. Not a problem. It's a good start, good solid start. Then you go into the mid-term. You go into the mid-tongue and uh, that's when you start getting some of the chocolateness, kind of the chocolate flavours coming through. Um, the malt's kind of still there, the grain's kind of slightly dissipated. I would say the sweetness is kind of slightly dissipated as well. But you're starting to get some nice chocolate flavour coming through with just a little bit of accent. 
and everything's going great. It's going great. Everything's fine. And then you get to the kind of middle of the mid-tongue. And then you start getting this kind of strange flavour that... It's a strange one. It's slightly earthy and slightly kind of all spicy. But you can't really... And that's why I'm saying all spicy because you can't really identify what it is. And it's just like, you know, it's a slightly kind of kind of dried spice. Like it could be like ground ginger, ground cinnamon, ground nutmeg, all these type of things. Could even just be a little pinch of all spice itself. You can't really identify. It's not clean enough. And the earthy kind of flavour that's kind of part of it just again kind of obscures it even more. And it just kind of sits there. And it slightly kind of starts to kind of mask out some of the little chocolate flavours and the little kind of bitter tones and everything else. And it really just starts to kind of ruin the beer a bit. It does. It starts to ruin it in the kind of middle of the mid-tongue. And it just kind of the last, just as you're going into the the aftertaste, and then once it kind of buggers off, thank God, you're just left with some light chocolate toned and a little bit of light bitterness at the end, and it is, it's just detracting from it. It's ruining it to a certain degree. It's just not needed. It's a flavour that. Nobody asks for and nobody really needs. Lord. I mean, apart from that, it's quite a nice, decent porter, but just that all flavours, I just don't know why they've added it. I don't uh, What is it with a spice porter? I just don't know. I mean... Is it because they're trying to make it slightly more festive or something like that, or something more for the winter? I mean, not okay, like you got Glenvane, which of course mulled wine, which of course has that kind of situation going on with it. And again, you can have mulled cider, you can also have spice cider and things like that, and these are kind of things. But these are different drinks. Doing that, I mean, the cider is, and mulled wine is actually served warm. Nobody's going to do that with this, you know, a beer, warm up a porter and try and kind of make it more of a kind of winter Christmas celebration drink, because it's not going to happen. I think you're kidding yourself on, so I just don't understand what they're trying to achieve by it. I just don't. Let's take a uh, a fairly nice beer and, and spoil it. I mean, what's the point of that? It's like self-sabotage, you know what I mean? It's just... Mm, it's, it's bad, I just honestly don't understand. Maybe it's me, maybe I'm an old dinosaur and things like that, that... I, I don't appreciate the nuances of of the more modern trend of brewing. And I'll be totally honest, if I don't, then thank fuck I don't. Because I don't want it. I just don't understand. I think it's a case of, it's a waste of effort and a waste of ingredients. It really is. So what would I give this out of 10? Hmm. It's actually quite a nice portrait. It's just to have that little off flavour that just kind of spoils it. I mean, I mean, if it didn't have that off flavour, I could give it a seven, uh, an easy seven, not a problem. Quite a nice portrait, nicely balanced, 
and everything else. But that off flavour just kind of takes the edge off it a bit, you know. And it's it, it's losing marks because of that. So the best I can give it is even in the state it's in, I would say it's above average. So I would probably give it five and a half. It really should be getting a seven, but they've added a stupid flavour that wasn't needed. And I don't think they've actually, they haven't helped the beer and they certainly haven't improved the beer. They've actually made it worse. They've hindered some of the flavours and just obscured some of the flavours, which <sighs> nice flavours that you expect to get in a porter. They're just, they're just madness. So yes, it could have been an easy seven, really, if they'd spent less time fucking about with it. But they fucked about with it, and uh, they've taken it from an easy seven down to a five and a half, maybe even bordering onto a five. Would I recommend it? Well, it's up to you. I mean, I wouldn't buy it again, because at the end of the day, for the money I spent on it, I can just buy a normal porter and enjoy it and I don't have an obscure flavour that's kind of sort of spoiling the beer. So that's my view. But my view, if you want to give it a go, then give it a go. It is, there's got some nice porter flavours there. There's a nice balance to the beer. And it's just a bloody shame to put that piss through it. Really, it, is. it just, just doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't. But yeah, give it a go and see what you think. Maybe it's maybe you might like it. I don't. Um, I think, let's be totally honest. A, a good porter is a good porter. You don't need to do anything to it. I mean, if you like porters, and I do, I like porters. I like dark beers and things like that. So, yeah, I'm quite happy to drink a good porter. Not a problem. I thought we'd just done the way it was. Then yeah, but an easy seven. I would say yeah, recommend it. It's a good porter. Nice price. Everything else get wired into it. Yeah, give it a go if you see it about there. Now I'm saying as a case, we'll give it a try if you want to see for yourself and see what you think. Um, but I wouldn't buy it again because of it, because I can just buy a normal porter. I mean, I could go and buy a London porter for viewers and enjoy it. The thing was, if I hadn't put the piss through it, then I could have bought that and enjoyed it just as much as I'd be enjoying a kind of London porter. So anyway, it's just... It's a mad world right now. It's an absolute mad world. But anyway, it's 5.5%, uh, 500 mil. It's a uh, spice porter. It's five and a half out of ten. Could have been a lot more if I hadn't been pissing about with it. Thanks for watching. Cheers. And bye for now.